This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Choices are great. Like with your podcasts, you get to choose what you want to listen to. And State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. That's why the State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you get the coverage you want at an affordable price and a policy that helps cover what you value most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm Personal Price Plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Someone's still gonna win, and it might be we got if 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 I know field, you know just what half the field is playing badly. You know with golf, you can easily say, "Oh, the course must be hard." They're all playing bad. You know what I mean? It all kind of comes back to earth a little bit. Sergio has been like, "Ah, I can't wait to leave this place." Good evening, Tuesday night, divots and pivots. Look, that is going to turn into a song that people start to hear in their sleep because it is such a groovy beat. I love it. It just pumps me up every time. It wakes me up. I was yawning a little bit on my way in coming in here tonight, and, uh, and I'm awake now. So let's do this because we got some fun, uh, I guess you can call it trash talk by Matt Jones if you want to go there. Uh, we got NBA opening up tonight. The Bruins have gotten off to a hot start. Uh, not so much tonight, but on the season, they have looked fun. And, of course, uh, wrap up another zappy fever week for the Patriots. But first and foremost, we are going to get into the golf. Bud Copeland joining me. Good evening, sir. You love this song. I love this I song. Do love we got to find it. We got to find it. We got to find a fade 
we got to find a fade in from the intro. That's a hard cut. That's like whiplash. it is a hard cut. I gotta I gotta play with that a little bit. You forget I'm an old man now. So um, <laughs> I know. Happy of, in the words of Mike. Yeah, in the words of Mike Gundy. I'm a man. I'm forty. So. Uh, yes. in, in case you all missed it, which I know you did. No, I'm kidding. But uh, it was Bud's birthday this past Sunday. So if you're in the chat, throw a happy birthday in the chat. We'd love to hear from you. I'm sure he would love the support. In the chat. Uh, truth gun to your head. Where's the PGA Tour this week? Oh, oh, I know this one, teacher. Uh, <laughs> it's in South Carolina. It's the CJ Cup. Formerly yeah, Japan. The, C- the CJ Cup is in is is in South Kakalaki. It's new home in the Congaree Golf Club that got uh, a little bit of notoriety or fame or wh- however you want to put it when it stepped in for the one year it had like the one year Palmetto Classic Championship, uh, whatever you want to call it. But it's a, apparently, it's a dope course. Uh, it's a nice time of year to be in South Carolina. I get it. Whatever whatever that butt hurt pro said about having to travel from Japan. Yeah, I could see it. You you finish up and then you got to hop 13 hours. You got maybe a day, day and a half to get acclimated. But if you play well enough, you're going to walk away with half a million or better. So, yeah. but to um, be fair, you're right. that it. probably wasn't one of the easiest trips on the T- on the PGA Tour season uh, when they would have to do that. So, yeah, you're right. I get it from, no, from a human standpoint. The way I look at it, it's almost like every 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 NFL team has to play a Thursday night game. So every NFL yes. team has to deal with that short week. Well, we could get into scenario. that if you wanted to, to, to fix that problem, but maybe another night. What do you, what's the, what's the, <laughs> hold on. What's the problem? What's the problem? Just the short turn run has been, it's been proven to, to be a big factor in a lot of injuries that come out of Thursday night. It's uh it's not give the guys a, a full week of rest to kind of build up for it. It's the players have said it's. I'm going to need body. to see when you start saying words like proven. I'm going to need to see studies. I know what you're talking about. There's been a correlation. Yeah, there's, there's been a handful I'll, of high profile injuries yes. <laughs> that came on Thursday nights. But there's after also a, way a to, Sunday game. But it also leads to piss poor product. We've seen it the past two weeks. Um, why is that? Know, why of, can't why can't Sunday? Why can't Thursday night deliver a Sunday night product? Seriously, I mean. It, 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 they go in, the teams going with stripped down game plans because they don't have that full. Week. I mean, not just only because, but a part of it is because they don't have the no, full wash, week. Sorry, uh, they, but look at they, they go year with... to prepare for a short week. You're these are pros. They're smart guys. They are supposed to be able to go plug and play and run a route mm-hmm. and catch a ball sure, and do yeah. all that kind of stuff. So seriously, though, what do I mean? Well, think of their typical week. What is week. about Thursday nights? So a typical week for these guys, you know, okay, they have the routine, game, they, they have the game okay, on Sunday right, usually. Yeah, if, right. if they have Sunday on the next week, you know, they're not going to, you know, Monday is usually a day off. Tuesday's a day you go in and have some meetings and yet you, you kind of get taped up, checked out, make sure you're good. They don't really start practicing and game planning on the field until, until Wednesday. So now you're talking about having to jump into a game Thursday. Like you got to really compress everything, throws people off. And sure, you get a longer week coming out of it. But there's been a ton of ideas which I am fully on board with, with the idea that make the Thursday night games be two teams coming off a bye week so that they have that time needed to to roll into it so that, one, guys are more rested so they can hopefully stay healthy. We can avoid some of these injuries that tend to happen on Thursday night games. And I think you get a better product because a lot of teams fall back on the basics and it turns into run-heavy games on Thursday night games um, and defensive struggles and Look, sure. We every now and then we get a good matchup, but a lot of times it's just like these, like slow. What's the word I'm thinking of? Like just slog games. Like there's nothing's. They're just slow. 
All right. I, I'll see. I'll see that point. I do think if you get a bunch of smart people in the room, they can figure out mathematically how to have it, have everybody's Thursday come off of a bye week and oh, definitely. everybody, everybody, everybody goes home happy. And I mean, basically you start with Thanksgiving day and say, who has to play on Thanksgiving? And there's your Thursday for the year. And yeah. then everybody else. There's no reason kinda... they have to have Thursday night games um, at the beginning, like to start the year off. You know what? Like, I hell, the, 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 get... the, the double Monday night game the first week of the season that was fantastic. Don't, they don't do that me. to start the year, and then transition instead of two Monday night games, transit transition into once the bye weeks start. Two of those bye week teams in week seven start playing Thursday nights. I want to see. I actually get excited. It fills the show hole when college football goes away. But I actually get excited when you know there's that that like one week or two weeks before the playoffs that there's Saturday yeah. football. And it's kind of dope, and yeah, I like that's it. that that I I can dig that vibe. But what is it about? There's this came up on another show. What is it about football that makes it requisite to watch the shitty games? Like, why <laughs> did we tune in? I mean, why did like we knew we knew what we were getting when we watched? I know, and I still watch just about every every down of it. And, and, and again, <laughs> it was Thursday. But I mean, let's. I want to well, see the numbers. That was bet, that was last night. There. That was a Monday night game, but Monday night. Sorry, but yeah, I'm yeah. thinking. Of, but I'm saying like you're gonna tune tune in on Thursday. Yeah, that was actually. Sorry, that felt like a Thursday night game last <laughs> it night. It did. It did. The that's. Broncos, I guess that's the. It was the Broncos playing shitty. The Broncos football. have had this way of. Yet. The Broncos have had this way of dragging any team they've played this year just down into the mud, and it's just like a freaking just. Oh, I can't even think of the word to describe it. It's just like this slow, like drag of a game. It's, I don't know they're what they're the, doing. They're the Vanderbilt of the NFL. Vandy and the SEC. Everybody, you know, not everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, Georgia, fifty-five to nothing sure. and after like sixty-two to nothing last year. I mean, <laughs> I'm not about mercy rule, but damn. Um, but usually they're going to give some folks a run for their money. You kind of play down yeah. to your competition. I don't know if there's some sort of subconscious thing about conserving energy or, you know, looking mm-hmm. past. I think it's a lot of, it's just looking past an opponent that yes, confidence builds complacency. Sometimes you get a little too, you know, arrogant. We know we got this and not got this in the bag. We should do this, you know, and then yeah. that should turns into are gonna and you forget to do the X's and O's and whatnot. I like your idea, but I still think um, no matter what NFL, it it I I don't get it because I never played football, but I am super freaking fascinated by watching it. I mean, it, 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 the the appreciation for the game was born out of the fandom for me, uh, where I was much more of a kid grew up watching games with your parents and, sh- and stuff like that. Sure. And then you get older and you watch enough of it and you start to kind of pick up on stuff. I have this much. And if you're listening, it's a big old zero, <laughs> this much actual knowledge about the game, just a more refined appreciation for it as I get older. Um, but yeah, that makes sense. I guess it is just a shit. It, it, it's a, it's a, it's a busted well, routine, <clears throat> kind of like a Wednesday start in golf. They're going to do that once or twice to not interfere with the NFL. And yeah. it'll be interesting to see what those, what those numbers are on Wednesday compared to a Thursday start. I bet after a couple of years, you start looking at it, you'll have some fun data to work with. Yeah. And you know, you, and you made a great point there and that it's, you know, thank you. We're, <laughs> hey, we're still watching. So yeah, we, everyone still tunes into the Thursday night games. The NFL right now has no reason to change it because the, the, fans are still watching it the only way it's going to change is that if jeff bezos over at amazon gets pissed off because this keeps being you know shitty product on the field on his 
you know, Thursday night deal that he struck. And if he's the one that then starts piping up and says, hey, look, like we need to be airing some better games than what we're giving you're giving us right now, then then maybe you start to see, but it's going to take something like that to where the NFL's money is threatened uh, for anything to change. It, before Jeff Bezos, Al Michaels is going to just, I mean, <laughs> he's going to just walk off the air. He's, he's, he's it's, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. And again, this was, um, first of all, the whole thing about why are we watching this? I, that was Russ talk, Russ ta, Russ ta, Russ ta. Ross, Ross <laughs> Tucker. He was filling in for, filling in for Dan Patrick yesterday. I was listening yeah. to him and he had a good point. And I didn't even realize that I was one of those people now who, tune in to every NFL game or at least every NFL time slot because I've got a little fantasy football. And even on Thursday night and Monday night, we have like one of those stripped down, uh, you know, FanDuel leagues. That's only the Sunday games. Oh, And and I love it. It's, it's great. It does keep you focused and allows you to do other things. And I found out I was like identified highly with that, you know, got to watch it, got to tune in. And I don't know, I'm not like a football guy. I'm wearing a pipe hat for God's sake. So (laughs) that's, that, that's number one. Number two, we are a golf show. We probably should circle back to the CJ Cup, but I think the only thing you need to know about the CJ Cup, like we already covered it, it's in Congaree. Look it up. It's pretty dope. It's a new new location on tour. It's a new permanent home of the CJ Cup. So I don't know what they'll do with the Zoso and all that international travel, but um, I, I got to... I got to kind of not give credit, but I I do understand this move now to a calendar year and some sort of more kind of fun options in the fall, because I don't give a rat's ass about the PGA tour this week. There's college football is hitting. It's October is the single greatest month for sports. And again, unfortunately this is a golf podcast, but that's why we built in the pivots, right? Cause we are going to, that's why we built it in. Baseball playoffs. Realistic. Shouts to the guys <laughs> over at the uh, scoreboard addicts. I'm sure they're just super thrilled about the Yanks moving on. Good I know TJ you. is because he was throwing fire at them last night uh, for not playing Yankees. So uh, yeah, or was it was last night or the game before. Whatever he was saying, they were playing with no yeah, heart. True. Yeah, he was. They were. He said they didn't show up to play with any heart and something like that. He was going off, and I loved it. I love the fire you was throwing. Well, out. when you put the when you put on the pinstripes, you have to put your heart in the locker. That's the problem, right? You're not yeah. allowed. You can't have a soul and wear that uniform at the it's, same time. It's so true. Don't at it's, me, but yeah, congrats to them, right. everybody. The the playoff that everybody wanted to see. Actually, seriously, the Phil the Phillies and Phillies and the Padres out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, truth truth gun to your head. Are you are you a big baseball guy? Are we, no. is it worth, it's not worth dropping down this tree? Not, not for me. I used to be, um, I'll my, move right along. Yeah. yeah. World it's, series is one of the premier events in the world. I got to go to the 2018 uh, world series when it was at Fenway. I got to go in for nice. free after work. I think I told you after working across mm-hmm. the street in the team store, and it was a fun little event. We stood standing room only in the right field bleachers <laughs> with all the locals. Still just to be, that's all that matters glorious. at that point is the atmosphere. But that's the anchor for October, baby. NFL's finally getting a little interesting. Um, Bailey Zappi, was he – now, I saw, was he – Bailey Zappi. Was he like the Patriots player of the week? Was he the AP player? He got a, a player of the week award that was not something uh-huh. like super honorary. It wasn't like the the Bud and Andrew player of the week award. I didn't check that. I, I I'm not even sure. I admittedly didn't know he won a player of the week award, so uh... – um, I, as I'm, I, I, I can also talk, about. You talk, talk, talk all about it. Is this, 
But he, but he, he I mean, he, he, he had a quarterback rating of one eighteen, which is fantastic, especially for a rookie. A rookie. So, what's um, a perfect rating? Is like one fifty two, one forty eight. Yeah, I think it's I think it's one. It's like one fifty two, or it's like one fifty one point something. Why the it's hell like is something right around there, though? Why the hell did they just do a scale of hundred? I, yeah. I know, I know, I don't know this math behind it. Um, I don't. Oh, he was. Uh, let's see. Can it was Pat's pulpit named him. Yeah, it was a it was a, a local um, Pat's pulpit uh, named him offensive player of the week. So, the reputable <laughs> and venerable Pat's pulpit shouts to them for hey ra- uh, around putting... here they they are one of the better local. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was, okay. That's what I'm I saying. Say, I told you it was, it was something. <laughs> no, it was something that I saw that I was like, no, this is legit. Like somebody, yeah, somebody they, gave uh... a tip of the cap because that leads me to my next thing, which was. Um, <clears throat> Was it uh, Albert Breer had a wink and a nod towards things going quote unquote sideways a little bit with Mac Jones and the Patriots. And I wanted to ask you about that because there was, there was some interesting kind of unpackaging in an interview that I heard recently with him, but have you heard that or is that fan I've, fan hype? You're, you've been around the I've game. Heard a, in this I've heard part a, lot a lot of, longer. I've heard a lot of things. Um, they're all over the place. There's, there's so many different conspiracy theories and rumors. And uh, I, all I know is that a lot of the, the, like, I guess beat writers and personalities closest to the team are downplaying Zappy um, and are convinced Jones will get his job back um, as early as this coming week at, against Chicago. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised. I think he will get his job back. Um, if anything, just to, to see the comparison right up against each other or to see if it lit a fire under his ass. I think either one, I think either way, it's not a bad thing for the Patriots that Zappi is playing well enough right now. I do think that the defense probably played were, were the bigger stories in these games than Zappi. Zappi was the exciting story. Uh, and he showed something that I think a lot of people didn't know he had. Yes. He's still undersized, but he can move great in the pocket. And he has great pocket awareness. So that's something that we didn't know about him that we've learned, but Mac Jones can do some of that stuff too. So I think now we just got to see the comparison and we'll, we'll see how it shakes out. Look, if Mac Jones isn't happy, he'll request a trade and we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge if it, if it comes. But I think as long as he gets his job back, he's probably going to be happy. Yeah. It, it, so that same interview, he was, uh, Greer was talking about a little more kind of depth. So, so this kind of subtext of what's going on here and then that, you do have this fifth rounder, fourth rounder, fifth rounder. What was he? Fourth or fifth out of Western Kentucky? Fourth. Whatever. Okay, fourth rounder out of Western Kentucky rookie. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna do basically whatever he's told. He's not a first rounder. He's not gonna. You got you all are beautiful. <laughs> um, he's not a first rounder, so he doesn't have the kind of leverage that maybe Mac does to ask some questions, do X, Y, or Z. They so were there is the that. Five. Both the number five quarterbacks taken off the board, though, which I did find interesting. Somebody pulled those stats this week, and I heard it on the radio. <clears throat> Very interesting stats. Both were still the fifth quarterback taken off the board. That is pretty funny. That's, <clears throat> that that kind of parallel. And it's been that way for Bill since, like, like pretty much every quarterback he's drafted was always the fifth guy off the board. And so when you pull when you when you pull a guy like Zappy out and you say the ball <laughs> is yours, you know the writing's on the wall. You're just you know yeah. keep us afloat. Do what you're told. Do your job. And yep. we'll all come out happy. 
And look how well things are clicking. I mean, shit looks good right now. Again, this is yeah. from an armchair knucklehead who barely knows what he's talking about. But a win, <laughs> a win is a win. And then a shutout's a shutout. And you know, these are some convincing numbers from a young quarterback. Yeah, that parlays into Mac Jones. That goes back to Mac and who Mac is as a guy, you know, personally. And he's much more. This was what Brewer was talking about. He's much more representative of this Generation Z or even maybe the younger millennial. Uh, generation who's used to asking a lot of why questions yes. and not, and not necessarily in a, in a sassy way, but not, what, not you know, we've, <laughs> so I, I've got my overall theory about the internet and how as humans, you know, we're on the, you know, we're still in the very nascent stages of this thing. So having yeah. that kind of instant access to information, we're seeing it manifest here. You know, yeah. we do have people who are now adults, you know, I'm not really an adult yet, but who are adults now. And they have that level of, uh, they have that level of empowerment and confidence to, to ask a question. Cause I think they know that if it, well, if you don't tell me, I'm just gonna go Google it. I will find my answer. You know, I will get <laughs> yes. to the bottom of this. So help me out. So for, for Mac, and I guess this was the book on him at Alabama, you know, it, where again, in a college setting, you are in a much more nurturing atmosphere where even when it is Nick Saban, as long as you're doing things respectfully, the book on him is a, he's funny as shit and B he's willing to work with anybody. Which yeah. is weird, really kind of how do, who does that sound like? Wink, wink, nod, nod. Who, <laughs> funny enough, they have an annual kind of sit down, but that's a whole conversation for a different day. So you got this kid who's used to being able to just say, hey, just real quick, fill me in. Why are we doing it this way? Or we did it this way last week. Was there a reason for the change? And yeah. having that tolerance. Does that sound like a Patriots? Does that sound like the Patriot way? To, to, to be able to kind of go outside your lane, to understand context. No, they almost institutionalized the Chinese yeah. wall within a football program so much so that they don't want you by design knowing what other parts of the organization are doing because, A, you might not be here next week, and, yeah. B, that's not your job. So yeah. you get hurt like Mac. And they say surgery. He says, why can't I maybe wait this out? Maybe. And they're saying, well, if we, every day we wait, that's one day longer of recovery. And it turns mm -hmm. out he didn't need the surgery. Thank yeah. goodness. The high ankle sprain wasn't as bad as it was supposed to be. But in this sitting there watching from the sideline, there almost is a lesson subconsciously being taught where it is like, if you could just please look what happens when everybody says, yeah, thank you, sir. May I have another do yeah. you know what we can do? Like the guy before you didn't even ask this many whys. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But the guy before him was drafted 20 some odd years ago. Yeah. So I think it's, it, it, I like, I like this as a Pats fan on several levels. A, I do think, I don't, whether it's lighting a fire or affirming, uh, you know, affirming a previous company policy that you agreed mm -hmm. to, you know, it, I think it is going to be a welcome back here's the book, go get them tiger. You know, it's, it's your ball, yeah. go, you know, your team, but it's also nice to know that next man up is, is yeah. a grown ass man. And like you said, um, when you can get as a backup, it potentially starter one day in the NFL, who knows? I mean, so many of these yeah. freaking college co college quarterbacks are coming out ready, but if you can get a couple wins under your belt, now you got such a confident, young, cheap backup yeah. that uh, the future's bright for the Pats. Yeah, well, I'll have to wait and see because it's still no wait and see. I'm calling it the, now. They're gonna no. I mean, the as far as I mean, as far as Zappy goes, it's realistically oh. it's, been, it's been two and a half games. 
so he could be no, he could still I think be playing wonderful off. for his development i don't want yes. him oh, in time because i think you go you go you go two and one two and two even as as in the kind of filling in that's yeah. enough of like I, I can i can hang i can do this you know you get david card and that, that can all that can that can ruin you shouts yeah. to an older generation yeah. the previous car and we're, whatever happened to him well they were talking about that on the sports hub that that because that draft class was um and I'm gonna I'm gonna forget everybody that but there was like six quarterbacks mainly in that draft class and there was like the most brutal draft class you've heard in a while it was David Carr it was Rohan no, Davy uh Jim uh Jim McCown oh uh, no Josh McCown sorry Jim Josh McCown uh who was the best the quarterback out of all of them um and I am honestly. Uh, I am blanking on the rest of them, but there was, it was like a bunch of guys that just disappear almost immediately. It was a brutal draft class that year. Let's see. We got, a, Oh God. I mean, he just got beat to shit. I know. It's the closest. I think it's the closest thing to shell shock that you could have outside of war. We got David Carr, Joey Harrington, Patrick Ramsey, yes, Josh Joey McCown, Harrington. David, David Garrard, David Garrard yeah. hung around for a little while. He did. He was with the Jaguars for a while, and then he just kind of yeah. was, was around. <laughs> but yeah, then Rohan Davy, Nada, was this Kurt Kittner, not oh not yes, Kittna, Kurt Kittner. Kittner. Yes, don't. It wasn't John oh Kittner. <laughs> John Kittner. Jeff. Kel- yeah, no, God, yeah, I was. It was, it was a bad draft class oh, though for quarterbacks. <laughs> So yes. I do, yeah. Bailey, Bailey's going to get his his uh, clipboard back and his confidence up. Yeah. Mac's going to come back, and I think also it's kind of like, hey, we're handing you the keys to a very well oiled machine now. Just keep things yeah. running, keep things. Up. And sometimes a couple weeks away makes you makes you feel hashtag blessed for your job. Uh, don't mm-hmm. don't I know it. For real. It's been um, a couple weeks since we've hit the links, and so now I'm starting to chomp at the bit. So. <laughs> well, we're just going to have to hit the simulator instead. I, that's, you know, As I was texting you this past week, and I didn't have much to do. I played a total of 54 holes on the simulator. Um, my, back felt, back? my back felt it. Because, uh, uh, look, when you chunk on the simulator, it is much less forgiving, and you feel oh. it. You feel it. There's no uh, forgiveness. Yeah, that's no one of the. Wor- I mean, it's one of the worst things you can do is to exclusively yeah. hit off of mats. Sure. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. New England golf sometimes that's all. That's all you got. Mm-hmm. But, so, uh, but if the turf's not going to be forgiving, your ball might as well be. Which is why the Piper Gold is it for me mm-hmm. this Saturday is our last round out with my my group my guys oh, you, get, you are getting it one more time we are going to get out good, finally good. we're going to run we're either going to run five wide right off the bat or we're going to go two and three and we'll just meet up after the starter kind of nice. turns his blind eye you know there's that scene from the town <clears throat> where they're all getting out in their their nuns outfits yeah the cop sees him and just slowly looks away that's legit these guys are great yeah. they're fun to be with um and they love to pipe it they they actually <laughs> they've they've embraced the pipe it uh, vibe and so mm-hmm. they're, they're going to be placing their order for the uh for the next round of second ball all american shirts as well too so Hell shouts to our friends yeah. at Mahler bros and thank you again to piper.golf and where if you're there div piv i almost said live piv again live is, <laughs> live golf div piv div piv go to either spot hit yeah. them up great merch great people great vibes um let them know we sent you that by by using div piv that's how you do it it's back to the they, live golf has real estate in my brain and i don't know yeah, it's because matt jones really pissed you off 
He absolutely <laughs> did. That freaking guy came out. And it, it was it was almost like it's almost like he saw what Pat Perez said. It was like that's right. Yeah. He was he was he was the background guy that decided to take the mic and and and, and try to sing a verse. <laughs> uh, so real quick, Matt Jones, if you don't know, um, sorry, Matt Jones exhibition. See, it won't even come up. The Google doesn't even want you to to hear oh, about did it. They take, did they take it down? No, we didn't take it down. Nobody's censoring Matt Jones. I'm just <laughs> I'm just I'm just vamping, as they would say in the industry, until it comes up. So oh, Aussie golfer slams. This is from uh, this is from the Daily Mail. So Aussie golfer slams suggestions. Greg, ooh, Garmin has a new GPS find, laser finder. Sorry, ad just expanded on me. Aussie <laughs> golfer slams suggestions. This is why pop up ads exist. I know, right? <laughs> Garmin just got a free plug. Greg Norman's <laughs> rebel. I love this. Greg Norman's rebel. rebel the rebel forces. It's a crap. Rebel Live oh. Golf is just a series of exhibition tournaments. Quote: Guys are grinding harder than they did on the PGA Tour. Pause. No, they're not. <laughs> I don't give a shit how many hours they're putting in on the <clears throat> range. Yeah. Effort. I mean, every there's there's guys and women grinding harder than they ever have ever every day all over the place, etc. Ad nauseum, ad infinitum. Good yeah. day, sir. This whole bit about lives not just an exhibition tour is garbage. Until it stops being an exhibition tour, until it stops until it stops being an exhibition tour, and to do that, you have to have some more leverage than participation trophies, and mm-hmm. the the argument of well, everybody is taken care of. All right, well then, like like then by definition, it's a glorified ex. The other thing I've always said ex- exhibitions, and I, I've been googling exhibition all day, and I can't get past Wikipedia pages around world's fairs and art exhibits and shit sure. like that. So. This this idea of exhibition is it's a hard it's a hard hill to die on because it is an amorphous term or whatever. But you're playing for nothing more than money. There's no prestige mm-hmm. with this tour yet. There's no reputation yet. Uh, so maybe one day it won't be an exhibition tour. I think we'll say five years. I'll give you five years, Maddie. Mm-hmm. In five years, you can come back and start 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 BSing well, about. And yeah. between now and then, I want to see some sort of. I want to see some sort of kind of, uh, should we say, skin in the game. You know, Ricky Fowler lost his PGA Tour card. One of the most mm-hmm. popular golfers in the universe. He was playing and, pretty good last week. Right. Because he wants to get back <laughs> on tour. he wants to get back. Exactly. There's something and, to play and, for. And anybody who thinks like Liv <laughs> didn't approach a guy like that, he's one of the biggest draws for a specific did, yeah. market. He was a BMX kid who just happened to be better at golf. I mean, it's, it's an incredible story. If you look it up, it's pretty dope. And also like his, his grandfather's Japanese. And so there's this whole, like his grandfather, I mean, we're talking like world war two generation, uh, internment camp style, Japanese American. There's some sort of story there. That's, that's a really fascinating side of it. But anyways, guy like Ricky Fowler could have easily taken the bag and gone. And people would have thought the same thing as they are about uh, mm-hmm. Dustin Johnson and his 30 million. Like, good for you. you. You got money. You got more money than you had before. Again, I don't think anybody hates DJ for it because he came out at the open right at the beginning and said it, but Matt Jones, go, go sit on it, dude. I, I just don't, I don't understand what, I don't understand what he's trying to prove by still picking this fight. 
Well, and did you see, I believe it was Greg Norman that said that to this point, or it might have been some one of the execs, I, you know, so don't quote me that it was going. Um, don't quote him on this. Don't quote that this was Norman. You can quote me on this, on the what was said, though, in that um, <clears throat> they basically said that uh, the majors to this point are siding with the tour. Um, and they haven't shown us anything that they're not going to side with the tour to this point. And I mean, that might change, but he, they then said, so fine, if they want to do that, we'll just give our guys their own major. You don't just, majors don't just become majors overnight. They, uh, in, his, in his, actually in his defense, that's how the masters was created. Um, well, so the, ma- well, okay, fine. So the masters no, actually, has a bit actually, of a you know different... what? It wasn't a, it wasn't a major, it was just a private invitational. Thank sure. you. The whole uh, the whole concept of a but, major came out of yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, so the private invitational, which is exactly what live basically is right now, <laughs> it's just small field invitational but type of term. A lot's cha- but a lot's changed in hundred years. Yes, right? I mean it, but, they, but the context. Time, everything, you, don't, it, you don't just create a major that's going to compete with a major like a real PGA major in overnight to do that. It's but, not. It's not going to be the same. He's not drop keeping a his guys on a tournament. Any tournament. Like, here's what I want to know. How would the tournament be any different? In his version of a major for his guys, how would it be any different than what they're doing right now? Because they're already bending over backwards for these guys and for the fans. So how would a major look any different? Uh, you know what they'd say? Bigger purses, more money. Yeah, exactly. Flashier, flashier perform. Although Snoop Dogg is going to be performing down in Miami. That's pretty dope. They've got, I That's mean, cool. but you also take a guy like Snoop Dogg who's like, fuck it. Sign, sign the check. Yeah. Let's do it. Like exactly. I'll perform. Let's go. Yeah. They, 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 there's some of these people don't have a dog in the fight, including me. You know, pun intended, both ways. Uh, but this, th- those comments like that, I'll give my players their own major. You can't give them their own major. Uh, again, these things. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like a nickname. It's hard to give yourself your own nickname. You know, sure. major. The major designation. People, co- people comment on the players' championship, calling it the fifth major, and there's been. You'd be, years and years and years in debate of should we just go ahead and pull the trigger i mean hell exactly. the women have five majors why not let's do it um yeah, because four four majors just fits this especially the new schedule it just fits it perfectly no of course i'm not i, yeah. I wouldn't advocate <laughs> i i like that it's not a major because that does keep it the players tournament kind of thing yeah. you know I, there's some sort of witch doctor magic that works there <laughs> but to just go ahead and say we'll give them our own major hey that's ignorant it's just, yeah. I mean, he's smarter than that. He knows that more goes into it. It's not just about the money. And, and quite frankly, I, again, I, I'm, I'm a little not put off. Put off is a wrong, wrong way to put it. Actually, you got to go. My battery's about to die. I didn't even plug in. I want to oh, get into why I, I want to get into why, why <laughs> Maddie Jones um, is a moron. And so I'm going to be back in one second. In the meantime, That's fine. I'll lead it. I'll, I can lead us off on why Maddie Jones, what specifically about it made me mad. Cause we have two different things. We, we both read the same uh, kind of article that or statements that Matt Jones made. Um, and we both got mad about different things in it. And for me, it was um, just how dense and, just dumb and um what is the good like naive and tone deaf his comments were about uh saying that uh if you if you're going to criticize the live tours because you haven't come out here and experience if you're getting but then he said what what got me is then he said if you're just getting your information from the youtube broadcast and live.com come out here and experience pause right there you just put down the the main 
broadcast options, the only two broadcast options currently, because they haven't finalized anything with Fox Sports yet. It's been rumored, but it hasn't been written in ink yet. He he just put put through them under the bus and saying that you're that if that's the only place you're experienced to live tour, then you're not even experiencing it, which is just saying that what what they're doing is isn't working. Like what is he he's he, I don't even think he realized what he said. That's the way I read those comments that he didn't even realize what he was saying. And then right there I lost all credibility and respect for anything else that came after that. There's plenty of keyboard quote, there's plenty of keyboard warriors out there who sit behind a computer <laughs> and judge everything people do for a living. I don't even do it for a living, I just do it for fun. <laughs> just without <do> <laughs> get without getting out and experiencing it. If there's people judging this from what they see on YouTube and live TV, it would be better to come out here and experience it. So to back up, I'm going to, I'm going to do, I used to be a teacher, yep. right? So um, yeah, bring it, bring us full circle. I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback <laughs> on to your, to your point here and say, yeah, exactly. That's what he did. He said, basically, if you, if what you're seeing on TV makes you think it's not, it's not good then you need to come out and see it for yourself. So he's just saying to the production team and the staff, like you guys aren't making us look, I mean, it's, it's an actor. It's an actor who sees the fi- finished product and goes, yeah, the lighting was all wrong and the makeup team yeah. didn't do a good job. It's a little early into the hype the though to be putting down the broadcast. <laughs> no. well, come on, like man. David, I've actually listened. They're entertaining. And also you're, you're working with a new thing, but they're entertaining. Sure. The piece that I had about it was I went out and saw it. I, mm-hmm. I went out and experienced it and, and it was fun and it was, it was loud and it was fast. It yeah, was, we it was that, a, we've, we've said that very publicly. Yeah. It was gimmick. Yeah. It, it, not gimmicky, mm-hmm. but it but was, I know what you mean. It was, it was like, yeah. It wasn't competitive golf. And I still think that you could do, um, you could do PGA tour and shotguns. You could do a morning shotgun and an afternoon shotgun. Hell, they do it all the time. They go in waves. They do a morning wave mm-hmm. and an afternoon wave. Exactly. You could absolutely, you could introduce some of the, you can introduce the team concept, the caliber of players and the collection of players. They've capped it over there at whatever 48, you know, that they're talking about. For and now. again, I think the numbers, I think the numbers going to be 60 because yeah. I think what they'll do is everybody's going to be allowed to carry one player on the bench. Uh, sure. Or two, right? They'll say, "Hey, Bud's onto something." That Bud, Co- that Bud Copeland at this Bud's for you. He's he's really got something there going. And they'll say seventy-two players. You got two bench, you know, one person on the bench. You get sixteen sixteen members. One's on the bench, quote unquote, and then you got four out there playing. Three scores, the whole bit. It's all gravy, mm-hmm. but it's it's you could have done this with any group of golfers, and it might have been just as entertaining or at least intriguing. I go back to if somebody texted you that Bryson Brooks, um, you know, DJ, you know, Pat Perez, cause he is entertaining, you know, Carlos Ortiz. And you just said, Oh my God, these guys just got out of, you know, a party bus. It looks like somebody's bachelor party and they're, they're out here playing a, mm-hmm. a big money game. Get out here. They're just letting <laughs> anybody walk around. Okay. I'll go check yeah, it out. Still go check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I would not free. Free, but I don't know if going. I would have paid money. I don't know if I would have paid money to go out to go out to see it. I'm grateful to go. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm wildly grateful for the opportunity to go out there and experience it the way we did. Um, but but it also does put it in perspective of would I you know would I have paid what they were asking for some of the access that that they were showing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably yeah, not. I probably I'm a stingy guy. Probably not for me either. <laughs> But, 
But I guess you've already touched on your other point about uh, we did already touch on the exhibition part because I know that was the part that you made you more so annoyed at his uh, comments it, just because it was stupid. It's, it's the point you've been making this whole time because so many guys have a couple guys now I shouldn't say so many a couple guys now have brought up the whole thing that it's not an exhibition tour and they're just blind to the fact that it is. It's just what it is, and it's not. And look, in the stage that they're at, they just need to embrace that. There's nothing wrong with that at this point of what they're doing because they are focused. They've proven it. They are focused on the fan experience, which isn't a bad thing because if they're going to grow, they need to develop that core fan base. So focusing on the fan experience, focusing on entertaining them in an exhibition style, isn't a, I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think they should be, you know, got, um, you know, scoffing at that and, and necessarily turning their back to that. Like I said before, and like we've said before, if they just accept the fact that they are part of a startup, and don't expect to be at the top of the hill already, then they could have something here. There's just too much, you know, there's too many guys right now over there that expect to already be seen as the world's greatest tour. And they need to get that thought out of their head because they're growing. It's a startup. Like, you got to be realistic. (laughs) And it's hard because the egos that you're dealing with, Brooks Kepka won this week, and he was talking about, you know, he was so emotional, he was crying. Uh, yeah. nobody saw it because it, again, it was in the middle East in the middle of the day or in the it middle happened, of the night. Finish at what? Like 4am, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. And I don't, I don't care about the, it's tough for me to give a rat's ass about the, the, the local crowd anywhere outside of maybe, you know, the, the new England area. And yeah. like, I don't really care about the Chicago experience. is great. <laughs> again, I am interested in live Miami because Snoop Dogg's going to be there. And to me, that's just pretty fucking yeah. cool. But Brooks Kepka <laughs> talked about how, and okay, so this humanized it for me for a little bit. Quick pause before we before we humanize them. I want to keep dehumanizing them for a minute. Did you <laughs> see? Because I'm going to go serious talk, good news, and then thank God for the internet moment that was born out of this. A Jonah Hill to play John Daly in an upcoming biopic. Thoughts? Oh, I love it. I think he can. I think is he this can, news to you? It is news to me. I hadn't heard that yet. But this, my 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 initial thought is that Jonah Hill is a versatile enough actor that he can pull off John, like the mannerisms of John Daly. I think he, I think he can do it. Oh, he's. I mean, uh, it's been floating around, you know, and you keep seeing as per reports, rumors have this. You know, sources are confirming. um, Until until I see a tweet from him or his people or whatever, you know, it's not written in stone. But I think it's exciting as shit. I yeah. love, I love me some Jonah Hill. Hey, good for I, John Daly on cashing in on like this, this kind of this second run and exposure for him. Cause like, over the last year between TikTok and social media and these other ways, he's become like this relevant social figure again in, in, in a niche way. So good for him and, you know, making the most of it. it people have been doing it forever. Celebrity, yeah. celebrity is just. Especially when when scandal used to be your brand, yep. and and the shock factor and value and acceptance and stuff and open mindedness and et cetera ad nauseum. Um, the second Latin drop for you, when that's now the norm, a guy like John Daly is is, is super fascinating. You know the the gambling the. I, I, I don't want to say womanizing. I don't know what he was like with ladies. I think his problems, yeah. I think his struggles were much more. He is, he is divorced, but he's remarried, apparently happier than hell, you know, all that kind of stuff. I think most of his stuff was with uh, substances and gambling. That's and, what I think. But that's the same thing without knowing for sure. That's what I've heard. <laughs> but, but what used to be blackballed from society, we have a much more understanding view of it. 
Um, especially when you have, you know, leveled out or made amends or, you know, kind of made peace with it. And, you know, we're in much more of the, you do you moment of time. So a yeah. guy like John Daly is going to be, is going to be super, super fun to watch Uh fun fact. Cause everybody, especially fans of the show know that I'm a camp dork. Uh, Jonah Hill, uh, when he was a kid, went to the summer camp where I used to work, but it was actually the previous iteration of the camp shortly before it came, became the camp. But yeah, all good. All, all good people have some sort of camp connection. That's all I'm saying. No, that's fun. What the internet did with that, because all of a sudden you got the the slides everywhere. I say slides, the slides. <laughs> uh, next slide, please. Yeah, you get the pictures <laughs> everywhere in the memes and the graphics of Jonah Hill and John Daly, the side by sides. Again, can't wait for it. Yep. And then somebody decided to drop one where you've got, and actually I might be able to, I basically all it said was sources confirm upcoming, upcoming Patrick Reed biopic lead role to be played by Rosie O'Donnell. (laughs) Yes. I feel bad bringing that up because he was such a he was such a really it was a really nice sweet kind of exchange that we had i i backhandedly insulted him he dismissively uh said no big deal um i'm not saying that it was anything serious but sparks flew for a second but this (laughs) latest in like i can't even find it right now but if if you know who the two of them are then you automatically know it works and I'm not saying it's a bad idea, given the level of both yeah. fascination and respect and vitriol that both of them can can elicit. So I think I love it. I think maybe they lean into it. I think you have fun with it, and I think they should do they should do it. That would be great. Yeah, why not? But um, but I so mean, yes, I'm sure no. you can think of a million reasons why not, but. Uh, his publicists are like, please, can we scrub this from anywhere? Yeah. Done, done dehumanizing live back to humanizing it. Brooks Kapka broke down in tears. He was talking about it because a win is a win is a win. And I will, I will give those guys that anytime you go out and you are playing against, you know, whether it's a dozen, two dozen or 150 of you the, you still uh, have uh, to beat one of the best out there. Right. At you still, you still them. have, you still have to, you still have to perform and I'll, I'll seed that to them. Uh, but what he was getting at was, Finally, he broke through, and it's because of the schedule that that afforded him the time for recovery and this, that, and the other. Fine. Mm-hmm. So if Matt Ryan said instead of – where is he now? Sorry, Indy. He's Indy. If, if, if instead of signing with Indianapolis, he said, you know what, gang? I'm going to go play in this flag football league because it'll allow it, they, listen, they're offering me a lot more money than the NFL could ever offer. Cause I'm going to just be performing for a private crowd. So, um, and, and that would all be good and well until the moment that he kind of, to your point, demanded the same level of respect, gravitas, everything yeah. for winning the flag football cup as he did for winning or <laughs> Winning an NFC championship. We'll give him that. Um, not, don't need to shit on Matt Ryan anymore. He's already been shat on. So it's, it's, it's tough. It's, it's, it's tough when you get a guy like Matt Jones out there griping to, to feel good. But then I do feel good for Brooks Kepka because he's openly admitting. I use that analogy all the time. Hey, LeBron, KD, mm-hmm. y'all want three more years in the NBA or do you want seven more years playing three on three ball, making twice as much money for half as many games? Sure. That's the route they took. And if they did, they 
they're wanting that shine from the previous trials and tribulations to carry over. And unfortunately it doesn't, I think it's dope that, yeah. K, that, that DJ won $30 million. I think it's, yeah, I think it's fascinating. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's any more impressive than Keegan finally breaking through yeah. out in Japan and him <clears throat> breaking down in tears because that grind is even harder. So due respect mm-hmm. to Matt Jones, you know, out there grinding years. harder than he ever has before. Here you've got Keegan Bradley, who's been so close. I mean, God, we forget about the players earlier this mm-hmm. year. The dude lost it. Or let me rephrase that. He lost his position. He basically, in NASCAR terms, he was, you know, he was right behind the lead car, a couple laps to go, and nothing happened. He just went, he just involunt- involuntarily yeah. went right into the wall. And it's like, what? He was punching out on 18 and he ran it right through into the water. Mm-hmm. So he's had the highs and lows. He was just beside himself on the phone with his wife you know that is a different level of respect same level of you know same kind of idea of empathy that i have for breck 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 his name is breck now brett kepka (laughs) um brett kepka had a great great week but brett kepka didn't deliver a performance that's worthy of the same praise as brooks kepka ever did or keegan bradley yeah i know what you meant but yes no i agree with that i agree with that and we've also seen the well, this is, you know what, this doesn't really matter. The length of the struggle doesn't really matter. Because, like I said, I think there's just more of a, you know, I agree with you. I respect as well than Keegan's situation, what he's had to do. Brooks almost took a shortcut to get there by just making the field smaller. He may still have had to play some of the best guys in the world, but not as many of them. Yeah, but we've been through this too. Law of large numbers, yeah, man. When you're starting with 144 and they're all professional caliber, sure. um, it, it, it's not, it's not like if you take, it's not like if you take, look at the, what if, what if all those guys who went over there all of a sudden had a Jordan Spieth dip? Remember when Jordan just fell off? Oh, that was hard to watch. But wait, Phil did it. I mean, Phil basically went over there right when he was peaking on the tour, tour, mm-hmm. uh, the champions tour. And then yeah, he, he just was. started playing crappy golf. I like that he pulled out of the, the lawsuit saying that, you know, now that their voices are being heard, I don't feel like my, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not going to say I feel for the guy. You make your bed, but at the same time, I think yeah. if there's ever a, if there's ever a, maybe you should take a break or sit this one out. And I'm not one of those guys. I'm not. I hate that phrase. Maybe you should set this <clears> one out. <throat> maybe you should shut the f up, Karen. Yeah, because it's anybody, not. He's been making his voice heard too much since the start of this thing. So, you know, now that our voices are being heard, like. Let, let's let's take like take a rewind here. <laughs> let's let's take a look at uh well, some history. I think I well I think Bryson, Matt Jones, and somebody else are the only golfers still left in this this uh big lawsuit. Everybody else has dropped out. I mean, like literally everybody. Uh funny enough though, DP World Tour, <clears throat> they're 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 closing in. They got like four tournaments left. Yep. And Rory McElroy is still leading their points list. Matt Fitzpatrick's up there, Victor Hovland's up there, all these names. I I'm gonna I don't even know this guy's name. Spanish kid won the DP World Tour event last week, um, and I want to say it was the 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 was it this? No, they're in Mallorca this week. I just like saying Mallorca because that when I moved to New England, I thought Bill Ricca was Bayerca because of the way that Mallorca <laughs> so is spelled. Bad. So I thought I thought Bill Ricca was Bayerca. Um, <laughs> so bad. again because of Mallorca. No, but the DP World Tour last week, a live golfer won their event. Oh, you're talking about Jakara? 
Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was Chikara. Who won? Uh, Who won? Oh, no. Um, hold on. Spain's was... Adrian or o- Otegu. Otegu. Oh, yes. Otegu? yes I'm, I'm going to screw that up. Please, somebody correct me. Like, Send me the phonetic. But you're right. Um, I, do rem- I do remember seeing him out there on the, so here, on the little tour. And this is what's brought this is what's brought us to this point. You know, we bet we have been kind of shitting all over Liv because rightfully so. Matt, when 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 Matty Jones is allowed to run his mouth like that, somebody somebody from Liv Communications, tell him to shut the F up. Nobody yeah. feels bad for you for playing poor golf See, and getting paid still seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Liv Communications has has leaned into all of their comments though. Like they really oh, you aren't. Have they, you they're have just to. they're you running to, with you, it. And they're taking the attitude of we don't care, we're gonna say what we want, and that's you have to. First of all, you have to, you have so, to support yeah. your people. I like that. I you got to support your people. Well, I'm not I saying like, it's wrong. I just, I just, I, to your point, I don't think they're going to tell them to shut up. <laughs> no, they're not going to. There's no, you know what? There's a short list of people there who have marching orders on what they're allowed to say, and they're all getting, you know, seven, eight, nine figure, you know, guaranteed money checks. But this yeah. kid wins. He goes out and he wins. After playing, he played London, and that's when mm-hmm. the DP World Tour said, you know, off with your heads. And then people might not realize this. The reason that like Patrick Reed and those guys were allowed to play in the BMW is because a British, a British slash international court overruled it and said, you can't ban these guys. There's, there's labor laws or whatever the hell, you know, whatever kind of witch doctor magic they have governing their shit over there. They yeah. said the, they can play. And so they've been playing. I mean, the, the, the BMW um, had their moment, I think, pardon me. When they had you know Taylor Gooch and Patrick Reed trying to get up there, uh, yes. and of course, famously, the nobody was showing them on television. So this kid breaks through and he wins on the heels of something about the damn Spaniards. I love him. Sevi laid a foundation of of passion and fire, blah, blah, blah. and Sergio dug them a hole to get out of. And so you got John Rom, you know, tipping his cap to it was I think Chikar a couple weeks ago. It who was won, yeah. who who won? He said, hey. Good on you, kid. There's a Spanish guy playing some fight, some good golf. Now you got a Spanish kid coming and winning a DP World Tour event. Mm-hmm. Is there room? Is there a model? And I think the answer is yes for a coexistence. When I don't, the, the world golf ranking points are going to work themselves out. I do think there's again, they, they might not be a lot, but I mean, it's like all right, it's you're just going to come 14. down to some math. They're just going to have to right, agree the math. Right. And, 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 and you don't get to, you know, I guess maybe you can say I, I would allow them to retroactively submit their original roster of players for like whatever their official world golfer, because Dustin Johnson mm-hmm. now has dropped out of like levels and like, you know, some people are just falling yeah. off a cliff. And, and if we're being honest, we know he's better than a he's a top. 50 or 20 golfer. He doesn't belong. Dustin, John- Dustin Johnson. Uh, Dustin Johnson, when he's on is still probably one of the top three golfers on the planet. Oh yeah. I know. I, I agree. Like, so they're and from a golf fan perspective, it's, but like you it, said, it's just gonna be a number of math where it's like or yeah. a number of math, a matter of math where, yeah, sure. Small tour. Cause they are a small tour. You have yeah. great players, but you're a small tour, small tour, small points, yada, yada, yada. Find a way to say, all right, cool. You can go back. You're not going to get full status. I don't. I. I don't blame yeah. the PGA. First of all, the PGA Tour doesn't have to come to the table. I don't blame them if they don't. I mean, I really don't. I think they. I yeah. think they. I think the comments that Phil made recently, where he said lives on the rise, PGA Tour is on the decline. That's the classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
keep an eye on Phil because that's the classic <laughs> when a, an athletic director for a college program comes out and says, we have full confidence in our head coach, Phil Mickelson. Yeah. Phil, and then two weeks basically. later. <laughs> Can't yeah, look, who's, exactly. <laughs> so I think that's just him out there, false bravado, because he knows – they're hurting. They're hurting in the departments that kind of matter. You know, when the when yeah. the when the voices like Hardy, the Sports Hub, are going, I, I, where are you? I can't find you. They have a point. Yeah. And you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna build a brand and a product as big as you want on the internet, the internet golf fan that you need. We're not talking about the folks that follow Snappy Gilmore and you know. Yeah. And the Paige Sporanic team. No, they need they are not a, they need it to be a way to be on in clubhouses at country clubs, like on a Saturday afternoon or whatever. Like like guys yeah. come and fit and guys and women come in and finish their round and they need it to just be kind of on in the background because people pay attention to that at places like that. And there's no way for it to be right now. Yeah, they need Hardy to be able <laughs> just to go, give me golf. I need golf. And have exactly. it like, here's your golf. So until they reach that, uh, they're, they're going to struggle. But I do think there's a way to have these guys have partial, you know, you know, kind of a partial status. Maybe yeah. you grand, maybe you grandfather in some of these, you know, the Hudsons and the Matt Jones, even even though he shot his mouth off, you grandfather them in and you give them a sunset, you know, to say, okay, over the next three years, you're allowed to identify four tournaments. And they can't be the elevated tour events, right? You guys, want your points to come get guys who have won on the PGA tour. There you go. Right. You or on the PGA yeah. tour. I say this, <laughs> man. Maybe just remove the elevated money events. Say, fine, fair enough. You want you want to play on the live tour and come earn some points and some status and all that kind of stuff on the PGA tour. Stay. Yeah. Uh, international plays a whole different beast. I do think sure. that they're just gonna throw the the throw everything out and say, F it, here's the new structure, blah, 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 blah. Sure. But Give them some room on the John Deere Classic, on the Zoso, on the CJ Cup. When it comes to Bay Hill, sorry, no. When it comes to the Memorial, the players, sorry, no. The majors are going to work their arms themselves out. But yeah. you all are playing for huge chunks of money around the world, so don't come in and try to have our cake when you're, you know, doing it out there. Yeah, but no, yeah, I, I think I want I want coexistence. I just think that there's going to be a lot more. There's gonna have to be a lot more concession and crow eating from the live side because, you know, squawk all they want about being treated fairly, the unfair. Whatever. The PGA Tour is in a phenomenally mm-hmm. strong position with all the changes they're making, the talent pool they already have, and the the, the depth of their roots. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Uh, I don't think anything has changed uh, in our opinions on the whole PGA and live. But look, we do keep talking about it because it just seems like every week somebody says something stupid on one side of the fence or the other uh no my it, opinions change hardy changed my opinion it's not a good well, product it's a fascinating product well in that sense yes but i think your overall opinion of the coexistence yeah. in the golf world I, I think we've been pretty uh consistent in that um and yeah we're just gonna keep if, if someone pisses us off we're just gonna keep talking about whether it's live whether it's pga uh, i think there's a lot of people who are Picking some wrong words to say right now, and it happened yeah. to be Matt Jones this week. Words going to travel through the clubhouse as the boys over at Divots and Pivots are going to give you a tongue lashing if you step out of line. I'm <laughs> sure that gonna that's going through all the all the WhatsApp <laughs> the WhatsApp chat groups right now on the Live Tour, the caddy. Yeah, uh, if we got just a couple <laughs> minutes left, the the one level of this that is now sneaking out, caddies are speaking out anonymously about how much better life is on the Live Tour. 
And I don't so, doubt that. They're getting I, paid more. They get, they're probably more comfortable. Like, I don't doubt that it is. I mean, I don't see why there couldn't be. Caddies are, all, caddies are a fascinating class of professional golf athlete, I would say. They're not yeah. athletes. They're not an athlete. Caddies aren't athletes. <laughs> sorry. What you have to do is incredibly difficult, but it's not. But they're Fluff, but I, but, but Fluff I Cowan. Fluff Cowan is still carrying a bag. Okay. He's not yeah. an athlete. He's a hell of a caddy. Anyways, there is something to be said about maybe uh, almost a unionization type or oh, contract base for these sure. caddies where maybe it's similar to, to there's, there's so many caddy cards and yeah, if you've got a one-on-one relationship with a guy, sure. You can sign individual contracts like they, like mm-hmm. they maybe do make it a little more official, a little less. I'll see at the next stop. And if I make the cut, then you get the cash. Yeah, maybe maybe there's something to, to to garner from that, or even have a group where you do say, for the players that don't have your usual guy, we have a pool, you know, an unofficial pool kind of. And there are yeah. there are there's pro, there's pro caddy associations and stuff, but I could see leaning more into that and having the PGA Tour take a more official stance, ownership role in the caddy side of things. I'm gonna keep using my hands. I don't know what to do with my hands but, as you, but I, as you I wrap up the show. I think that's a good idea. I, I think that that has been a main thing that does seem to keep going uh, forgotten about is how because it was a it was a point that we talked about early on that was pretty upfront in all the points of what was Liv was doing purposely to be better and the way they treat the caddies was something that they were leaning into at the very beginning of this that they were saying they were going to be treating better than the PGA Tour. So yeah, I think it should definitely be a point that the PGA should be looking at something to counter to that and i think i think they will i think a lot is going to change i but what i think the pga is doing is that they're taking a stance and saying no one's going to rush us into changing hastily like we will change but we're going to change like right and we're going to change uh in a, in a at a pace that is going to make it best for everybody is what i'm assuming they're thinking whether that's actually true and how that works out that way we will see but I think they're just making the stance that we're not going to change on at your pace just because you told us to. And I don't think they have to. Like you said, they have the leverage. They have the history. They they don't have to do anything right now. They could if they want to do what's best for them. They could, but they don't have to. Yeah, but they're going they're going up against fuck you money. So this yes. is going to be the battle. This is going to be a battle to watch. That's why I think they should. But they technically at this point do not have to. No. So, but hey, that is going to wrap it up for this on. For us on this Tuesday, um, and I'm going to put out some communications this week on the Twitter account because uh, I did download the PGA Tour 2K23, the new, the new, right? Game. And and I am this. You can have societies on there, and you can have kind of custom um, private tournaments. So if there's any uh, golf gamers out there, I might be putting out some communications, or maybe we hook up and play some. Uh, you know, not not on the stream here necessarily, but we just we mess around. We we. It's another way we can connect. Uh, maybe we'll play some PGA together out there. So I'll, I'll put something out there. We'll see if we can get enough interest. So be on the lookout for that on Divots and Pivots on Twitter at Divots and Pivots. But like I said, that's going to do it for us tonight. But as always, your insights and your thoughts just fill our show. Uh, and it's greatly appreciated, I think, by all the fans, but definitely by, my, by me. So <laughs> we will see you next week as I now slow down my pace so I can find the outro video. Uh, that I always forget to do until the very last second. But I love showing you the breaking down the fourth wall here. We love you guys. Thank you for watching Divots and Pivots. We'll see you next week.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria and I'm Mike and we're Team, Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com/teamready. 